0: What is up, guys? Welcome to episode number seven. We had a little change in the title, baby. It's still the mixtape, but we're changing. It's called the Business of Fitness Podcast with Luca Hosovar and Steve Krebs. And today we have a nice little treat for you all. It's called a little question and answer. Now, the cool thing is if you don't follow Luca or I on Instagram, right, make sure you guys do that. Luca, your handle is just Luca Hosovar, right? It's just your name? Yep. Okay. Luca Hosovar at Luca Hosovar. And for me, it's Steve Krebsy with an I at the end because some other Steve Krebs from a different universe came in and stole my fucking Instagram handle. Bullshit. So when we go on there, Lucas is going to post, hey, ask me a question. And this will give you guys an opportunity to ask any questions that you want answered on the Q&A episodes of the Business of Fitness podcast. So we're going to jump right in today. We're going to rapid fire these questions. And I think you guys are going to have a A really good time and it's be be super informational but remember information without action is just a mental masturbation so we want you guys to make sure that you take notes on this come back and listen to it again if you have to but make a to-do list on what you're learning here so you can start implementing what we're talking about so the first one it's kind of a big and open-ended question but it's a great question so they ask hey Luke and Steve what are the top three to five things which is an interesting number. (laughs) What are the top three to five things to systemize within your fitness gym, your fitness business or gym, right? So if you think about this, we'll go top three, right? It's like the top three things to systemize because let's be real. I don't know if you agree with this, Luca, but if you think about it, top three, it may be different in every business, right? It may be different in every gym because you may have some systems that are actually working, but we're going to treat this almost like, Hey, it's a brand new gym. They're just starting out and they're rolling. And, okay, what are the top three things they need to systemize? So, Luke, what do you think, uh, what do you, off the top of your head, what do you think the number one thing uh, that they would need to systemize would be? Uh,
1: so, this is my thought process, right? Like, if I was starting, because uh, you're right, it, it depends, right? Like, if somebody's, maybe somebody's uh, done some basics and foundational things and, you know, they need to work on another system. But I think the first thing that you got to do is, like, create some structure and systems around your training and coaching. I mean, because that's what you do, right? So, if you're getting started and I promise you this, like there's businesses that are along the line right now, maybe even doing it for years that haven't done this yet. So, uh, you know, what is the number one thing that you, you know, we talked about the three C's, right? The culture, the coaching and the customer experience. Well, the coaching is like the, you want the results, right? And the results come from actual training programs, the actual coaching in the session and then the coaching when people are not there. So you have to create a system around that first, right? Because, you have to get to a place where you go like, Hey, I'm confident that like when a person comes in, like our training systems and our coaching system is going to help them get results. Like, cause that's the foundation, like, that's the juice of what you do. You know what I mean? Like that's why people come see you, right? That's the problem. Uh, no, of course, you know, a lot of people will come for culture and community, but let's be real. Like at the beginning, the way you get people through the doors is because they in their mind are like, I'm going to go to this gym. I'm going to go to this coach, this personal trainer, and they're going to help me, you know, lose 40 pounds, put on muscle, get out of back pain, uh, get faster, you know, whatever it may be. And so what is the system that you're using to deliver that to where you can go? Like, if I take them through like this system, and of course that doesn't mean it's, uh, super narrow, but like, I, I will be able to get them results. That is, that is step number one. Personally, I think that's the most important thing. And uh, on that point, because, you know, I'm trying to like look back and think what some, someone that's starting off, or maybe it's their first two or three years in, in, in having their own business, uh, would say, okay, cool, Luca, but how do I do that, right? Because as you're going through, um, I would say, there's so much, right? There's so much to, to study and training and assessments, and how do you write group training programs, and how do you write semi-private training programs, and how do you write small group training programs? Uh, you know, and that's actually, a, a something that I'm working on uh, for coaches, but put it this way, For right now, be the cook. You know, I mentioned this before. There's people that are doing stuff uh, very well. They're excellent at it, right? So they might be the best at group training in the world. Take their system, like invest in it, you know what I mean? And use it because be the cook. Like just like a cook, you know, like cook gets a cookbook, makes a recipe. They're not a chef. They're not a master. They're not, you know, on a a chef's table. But like you can can go uh, step by step. You know, know which ingredients to get. Know how to do it because it's telling you. You know, put up the oven to 385. You know, do this, do that. So do that with your assessments. Do that with your group training programs. Do that with your you know personal training programs. Like go learn from the best people, and that becomes your system. So that's the shortcut. Okay, I'm telling you right now. Like this is what you, because I've seen a lot of people go like, well, I'm trying to figure out my own system. Of course, we all are. We're all building our own system, like Bruce Lee style, right? You. You take what works and you uh, discard what doesn't but at the beginning why wouldn't you like go to somebody that you trust respect look up to that's already done it and just take their stuff and and be in and like i said be the cook and use their cookbook and as time goes by what you're going to do is figure out like oh man you know what i figured out that there's something that we can insert here and make it a little bit better we can let's take this away like hey things have changed i've learned some new science this doesn't matter anymore so we're going to insert something else. That's how you do it. And, and so that's step one. Step one is get your training and coaching systems down, right? And, and like I said, it doesn't have to be complex. Make it simple to where you could teach it to, you know, like two, two more coaches uh, under you right now. Okay. And that's what's so good about having the cookbook system is that it's already been tried and tested. So it's easier to teach to others, uh, I would say, that are on your team as well. So that's, that's step one. Okay, One thing the I want to
0: throw in here, Luke, is like when you talk about the chef and the cook, there's a couple things I just want to point out to you guys because this is, he's making great fucking points here. If a cook thinks they're a chef, it's easy to spot that they're not. And I need you guys to understand this. If you're a brand new cook and you should be cooking in a diner, not in a five-star restaurant, and you pretend you're a chef, people will know. It will show and it will directly affect your business in a, be- in a negative way. It just will. The more you simplify anything inside of systems, the better, right? So if you're trying to make this 18,000 page systems and operations manual, it's not going to work, right? We have to go ABC style with all of this stuff. We have to simplify it kindergarten style or else people won't be able to follow it. And I'm going to go ahead out on a limb and say, you probably wouldn't follow it yourself either. So you got to walk the talk. So Luke, go ahead and jump into this. What's the, what's the number two thing that you would have them systemize?
1: Number two, I would go, you know, I, I, battle, I battle with this one and what it would be. Um, but I think sales, I think sales, because, at, you know, the, the business does live and die by sales. You know, as harsh as that may sound to a lot of you, like it's the reality. Meaning, what I mean by that is this. Okay, look, if you go for two months right now, not making a sale, what's going to happen to your business? Yeah, exactly. Right. Sweat bullets. So you got, so you gotta, you gotta get sales down and you can't leave them to, you know, leave them to chance. Cause this is what I'm like, you know, with a lot of guys that we coach, I know it's, uh, you know, on your side as well, uh, is that when I start having a conversation and we start getting into sales, first of all, it's very uncomfortable, but then I'll be like, okay, cool. So how do you approach this? Like take you know, walk me through, walk me through what happens when somebody, uh, you know, when somebody get you, when you get a lead, right? And first of all, remember, for me, sales is, actually it starts with marketing, but we're gonna, go, we're gonna go to that next, but, you know, I just wanted to connect them. So sales starts when you start marketing, by the way, but the sales that I'm talking about for right now starts from the time that you get an inquiry, whether that's somebody on Facebook sending you a message, whether it's a, you know, they opt into your website, whether you had a ad running for a landing page, and you got it like that, whether it's a referral, whether it's someone you're talking on the street, whether it's a walk, like any of those, right? The sale starts that moment. And so it means that, you know, if somebody calls on the phone, it, it, it means what happens when somebody calls on the phone. And do you have a process that you go through on the phone? Meaning if you have a front desk person, do they say the same thing every time? Cause they should, I mean, there should be a script, right? That doesn't mean that they're not human, but it means there's a process that they go through that works, how to get their information, how to get them scheduled for an orientation or a strategy session, right? That's when it starts. And when I ask people, like business owners, coaches that, you know, it's usually like, well, you know, I, I talked to them about da, 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 Okay, cool. So how would this go? Right. And you notice that there is no system, right? There's no process. It just kind of goes by the wayside. Now, here, here's the thing, okay? You may, like, for instance, I can do that like all day long, right? Do something different every time and sign people up. But you have to remember, right? That as you build your business, you will not be doing everything. So you can't do it in a way that, you know, oh, what well, well, works for me? Yeah, but it's not going to work for you, your whole team. You know, when you get somebody new on, like you have to teach them this stuff. When you get a front desk manager, when you get a coach, when you get, if you get a salesperson, if you, right? Like there has to be a process for it so that is very very important it's like what is exactly what happens at every step through the sale you know including and probably one of the you know once first of all there's the, there's getting a person in which is difficult like you guys know this right if you get if you get 10 leads you know you should get about 5 to 6 <laughs> oh getting a little coffee there um in in front of you meaning and that's pretty good. Like if you get 60% of people to actually show up in for a strategy session or even like a phone call, right? Like that's pretty damn good. So that means you can improve the process of how do you get the person that gave you the, the, the information to actually show up? So that's step one. And, you know, and, and there's a process for that. Meaning like, do you have follow-up texts? You, you know, what do you text them? Like, you know, we'll, we'll send a picture of ourselves so that they see it's a real person. And, and, you know, how, how frequently do you send them that? Uh, then you, when, when a person shows up, what do you do then? And that's the actual sales, you know, some people call it sales consultation. I don't like that. Like we call, you know, desk date strategy sessions. Like how do you take a person through like actually signing up, right? And you have to have a system for that. Like you really, really do. And once again, even for yourself, because it's much easier when you have something that you know when you go to it it's gonna be, you know, you're gonna have a higher conversion rate. Like if you convert 20, 30, 40, 50% better, because you're using a certain process, man, that makes sense. Because if you don't, like you're losing 10s and 10s and 10s of signups every year, you know, or more depending on how big of a gym you are. So that, that has to make sense. And like, you know, sales training uh, is, is crucial, because, and it sounds like it sounds like, oh, man, sales training, like you're gonna do Wolf of Wall Street shit, you know, what I mean, you're gonna sit down in a, in a conference room and I'm going to go uh you know Leonardo DiCaprio uh in the movie and fucking go nuts and it's like no that's not what it really is it's but it is teaching people uh even yourself first right if you're the owner uh, or or the lead per- person on how to actually get a person from you know where they're they're interested to like signing up and giving you money right and this is still i think one of the uh I, I would say things that we avoid as an industry, right? I was on Mike Robertson's podcast a while back and literally the whole thing was on sales and the feedback was nuts. Actually, I it blew me away because too, like, you know, I looked at like what the audience uh, he's speaking to a lot, which is a lot of strength coaches, personal trainers. Um, and it's just like this topic that people just ugh, eerie away from, you know what I mean? And it's like, man, I'm, I'm telling you this right now. Like it, it, I tell my coaches too, you know, they didn't get a sale, for instance, or in, a, in a strategy session. I'm like, cool. Hey, when, when did you go over some sales stuff? You know, because we have a whole blueprint. We have a whole system that I written out. It's, it's literally kind of like a mini book uh, that I created for my team. And, you know, like, oh, I, I haven't. I'm like, well, how are you going to get better if you're not studying it?
0: right? How Look, are me, you gonna- let me interrupt you real quick on this because you made a valid point and I want to, like, hammer it home. Guys, the only way, the only way you can actually help people Is if they pay you money legitimately right unless they're consuming all of your content and they're self-driven badasses that just do stuff most likely the only way you're gonna help them is by getting them to invest in your programs and if you don't like to sell there's an immediate problem with this mindset and I think it's celebrated in the industry a little bit and I want to point it out guys if you don't sell, you don't make money. If you don't make money, you can't help yourself. If you can't help yourself, you can't help other people, right? This celebratory idea of like, I'm the common man, and I'm the people's champ, and we don't sell here. We just, you know, everything's built on word of mouth. Yes, you should be go- so good at what you do that word of mouth spreads like wildfire about how amazing you are and the experience you provide, how much fun people have. But if you also don't market and sell, you're fooling yourself. And if you're listening to people that are telling you this, you're being fooled by them as well. Guys, you, it's not, it's not a, you're not a used car salesman. The way I always looked at it was like, hey, if I'm sitting down with this person, then it's my job to get them to see the value in what we can provide them in, in terms of support, knowledge, accountability, experience, so that they can actually get what they want. So they can actually get in shape and actually live longer. That's what you guys do. I don't own gyms anymore, right? I sold my gym three years ago because I wanted to move around and do what I wanted to, right? And I didn't want a brick and mortar business anymore. But listen, it doesn't mean that all the knowledge that I obtained through having a gym for 10 years disappeared. I just want you guys to understand like, guys, selling is an intricate part of the game. And that's why Luca keeps talking about it and why maybe he got a little pushback from people that are the, the people that consider themselves non salesmen. Well, that's just bullshit, and it's a crazy mindset. We're not tricking anyone here. We're not teaching uh, bait and switch. We're teaching you guys how to actually sit down and create a relationship with someone to help them get from point A to point B. You expose the gap for them so they can see, here's where I'm at. Here's where I want to go. and this position in the middle is the bridge that we lay down, which is pro, you know, like program XYZ, which helps you get from where you're at to where you want to go. The end. The end, guys. If you're not selling, you can't help people. Sorry to cut you off, Luke. I just get fired up when people like make other trainers, business owners feel bad about selling and marketing. It's crazy and it's backwards thinking and it's a really quick way to go broke. I promise you guys that. It's the fastest way to go broke is to convince yourself you shouldn't put yourself out there. You shouldn't put out content. You shouldn't market and God forbid you sell something to somebody because that makes you uh, a greedy person. It's horseshit. Back to you, Luca. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, those are those are all fantastic points, man. And I, you cannot, you know, I think it was Daniel Pink that wrote, like, I think the book was Everybody Sells. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of great sales books. I'm saying that the, the book was it had a really good, you know, like, look, you you you're out of your mind if you feel like, because the thing is, you're always selling, right? Even when there's no exchange of money. Because what I mean by that is you and your girlfriend, like, you know, you're like, hey, I'm hungry. Okay, cool. Your girlfriend's like, let's get a burger. You're like, let's get a pizza. Somebody's gonna have to, you know, somebody's gonna win the sale. You know what I mean? Like, to, to, to convince somebody about your ideas, you're selling them. It's influence and persuasion. That's what it is, right? And if you use it for the powers of good, meaning like, you're, you know, especially what we do, because we want to convince somebody to take a step and invest in themselves and in their health and changing their body, changing their mind, changing how they feel, they look, they perform, right? It's the greatest thing in the world. Like that we sell, man, I mean, what we sell is the greatest thing in the world. It really is. I, I 100% believe that, right? And if you believe that too, you are doing such a disservice, you know, to the person that you're trying to, you know, say, you can't say the word without a cell convert, right? Uh, you, like think about what you're doing. Think about it, like, Susie Sue comes in. You know, she's fifty-six years old. She's had a hip replacement.
0: Where, where are you living? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what you say?
0: Where the hell are you living? Where people's names are Susie Sue?
1: Listen, we've we've had Susie Sues, bro. It's real real talk, I mean, by the way. Um, I'm weird. I'm gonna stay with Susie Sue. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with Susie Sue for this example, okay? <laughs> but but it but it's like you know she she's got she's in pain all day, and she's got grandkids, and she can't really play with them. She can't go on hikes. Uh, you know, it's, it's affecting our life 24 seven. And because of your fear, your fear of sales and because of the story of what a sale is to you and, you know, that it's not, you know, hey, if you, if you try to sell on a five, $600 a month package or something like that, oh my, oh my God, like, you know, now I'm being greedy and like, I shouldn't do this. Like now she's leaving, okay? She's not signing up and she's going back to everyday pain. And she's going back to not being able to pick up her kids and go on a hike and do any of this stuff, right now it will she get something else? Maybe hey, maybe she tries an online program, but we hey, are you better than the online program? Okay, it's your fucking duty to be able to 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 then convert them and help them out. you know what I mean are you better than the person down the street that might be half the price, but are they gonna be able to do as great of a job as you? You see what I'm saying like the, the, these are the questions that I want you to 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 kind of cook on because it's like. Yeah, it starts in your head, right? It starts in your head. Cause I promise you like those are, you know, guess, guess what, you know, uh, I, m- most of the questions that I don't get ever or say, I'm gonna say ever, but like majority of them, uh, when we do these, uh, I would say Q and A's, tons of stuff around training, tons of stuff around marketing. Sometimes tons of stuff. There's very little about sales.
0: It's a lot of lead generation. And not a lot of sales. I think, guys, it's a one-two-three, right? And and if I was going to play off of number two for Luca, which would be to systemize sales, I think number three, right? Like if and we almost have to switch them, right? Because so many people focus on leads, no matter what business it is, whether it's coaching, consulting, whether it's gyms, whatever, right? It's leads, leads, leads. But if your sales system sucks, it's like pouring water into a bathtub with no bottom, right? It, it doesn't matter, guys. So like, there's so many it systems that we. What's it's that? even
1: worse, man. I wanted to bring this up. It's even worse. You know why it's worse? Because think about this, okay? Imagine that, like, you don't have good training, right? Or you're not versed in, uh, I would say, quality communication, which is essentially sales, too, and a great customer experience. And you hire a company, that, a company that actually is good at lead gen, right? And they get you people through the door. And, of course, we could talk a lot about what a good company for lead gen and blah, 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 blah. But anyways, you get people through the door. And you don't sell them, it's not a great experience, or you don't get great results. You legitimately have now spent money to show people that you are not a good fit and that you're not a good great business. You know what I mean? Like, you actually Agreed. did, you,
0: you spent money to destroy yourself. Agree. And I think that's, that's the issue with why we're seeing more gyms and businesses in general, small businesses, close down faster than they're opening up because- it's not as simple as just driving a shit ton of leads into the gate. And a lot of times, hey, maybe you do run into somebody that's really good at getting your leads. But your, your system through the experience of, okay, they come in the door, they go through orientation, they go through a strategy session, they go through their first session. If any of those things are jacked up, you've lost them forever. You've lost them forever, and I promise you they're never coming back. So if you guys think of this, like, man, I, I think, Luke, I think that this just shows that we need to do a, an entire episode on simple things to systemize for your business. And just so you guys know, we're going to be giving away the the fitness business mixtape for free. It'll be up soon. Uh, That was our product that we made seven years ago. And outside of like the Groupon stuff, it still stands up to anything out there. And you'll see people now teaching the shit that we were teaching forever ago. And that's not a knock on anybody else. It just shows that, hey, guess what? It still fucking works, right? Systemizing simple things in your business actually works. So we could talk about this forever. But Luke, why don't we do this? Why don't we wrap up this question so we can get to a few more questions on this episode. And then what we'll do guys, is we'll come back and do an entire episode on systems, right? Because without systems, there's no, there's no sustainable and predictable way to run your business. You're just flying by the seat of your pants. And sooner or later, it will come back to bite you in the ass. So Luke, if you had to say one more system that they should add before we move on, you know, what would it be?
1: Okay, I'm. I'm gonna throw a wrench in here just because uh, I'm pretty sure most people will. How about this? Look, you do have to have a lead gen system. You have to have a marketing system. Absolutely. Okay, 100%. but uh, and it, it, so so that would be that would certainly be my three. But what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna keep that one real short and actually go into the fourth one, which is so Luke. Uh, just
0: do this. So what, the first one was right? Run back to them again. Training
1: training and coaching system.
0: Okay. Training and coaching system. Training and coaching system. Second one is sales. And the third one is marketing, but we just flip those around, right? So think about it before adding anything else. We'll do another podcast on this just so we don't get caught up and don't answer the other ones. Right? So think about it right now. You have to be good at what you do. Number one, like if that's not dialed in, that's an issue. Right. I'm talking from 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 the like the bare basics of your facility looking good, the way it's planned out, the way your stuff is set up. Even if you don't have a ton of money, you can make things look really amazing with the right lighting and the right fixtures and the way you set things up in the flow of your gym. Right. On top of the fact then you go into your coaching, that needs to be our oh point. Second, marketing. Right. And we don't have enough time to go through every aspect of marketing today, guys. So just understand we're going to do more on this. Third thing is sales right? And then obviously after that, we could go shit, experience and follow up and every other thing that we could talk about for the next 17 days. But right now, guys, listen, there's the top three. Because without those top three, your business is dead in the water. Legitimately, right? It's legitimately done. It's like a bird with no wings. You're done. You're just walking around with a bird with no wings. Bored bird, just walking around eating shit off the grass, dead, right? So we're going to roll into the next question just because I know Luca and I could go on systems all day long because we know how important things are, right? But we're gonna roll to another question, which I think that Luca does this better than just about anybody in the space. I don't care what anybody says. And it's about you know, how, do, how do we improve our content, right? How do we push better video content? And I think a lot of people hold off on putting out content because they think they need a professional videographer, which costs money, or they need professional video equipment, which isn't necessarily true. And just to preface Luca's answer here, guys, here's one thing I need you guys to understand. Luca and I were putting out video content back when flip cams were the only way to do it. And if you don't know what a flip cam is, well, Google that shit, because I don't even know if they make them anymore, right? The flip cam was how I started shooting videos back at next level in 2007. And they were awful, but I don't give a shit. And I would do that shit every single week. Every week I would put out video content. And I know Luca did the same thing. And if you went back on Luca's YouTube channel and you looked at his content from way back in the day and you look at it today, it'll show you, number one, consistency. Number two, it'll show you over time he's gotten way better on camera. Number three, you also see, hey, the video production level has gotten a lot better as he's become more successful. So don't wait to start for it to be perfect. Let me say that again. Don't wait for it to be perfect to start anything because perfect is not something that exists. The only way to get better is to suck at it at first and then commit to the consistency of doing it over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. The cool thing for you guys right now, before I turn this over to Lucas guys, there's so many solutions to the problem. You can buy a gimbal, right? I have one sitting next to me right now. It's like the DGI, the number two gimbal, whatever the hell it is. And you put your iPhone on it and that shit makes really clean looking video. It does. Hey, how about we learn a skill? Go to iMovie and just learn how to cut your own stuff up. There's a million different ways. There's an app called InShop that'll allow you to put the little captions on your videos and shit. Most people just want the easy way out. And that's one thing we talked about in our last episode about discipline, and we're touching on it again today. Guys, there's a ton of solutions to put out high quality content, but it's not going to look like Lucas out of the gate. And guess what? You probably don't have the same Knowledge level is Luca because he studies more than 10 people combined. I still don't know how he does it. And this is not me tooting his horn. It's just the truth. So the one thing I'll say is stop feeling unworthy to put out your own version of content and watch the people that are doing it really, really well and learn from what they're doing. So Luke, if you had to give these guys, you know, your, your, you know, step-by-step process and how to create better content, what would it be? Let them have it.
1: So I'm actually going to frame it from the get-go because I have to start with the times that we're in. Um, and so doing like, like crazy said, like I'm, I'm always studying a, a, a lot, like, you know, I've gone through high level stuff from everybody, you know, but I'm I'm doing stuff with Russell Brunson right now, Billy Jean is marketing. I mean, the guys that are, you know, kill, killing stuff, at, you know, the, the absolute most. Um, and so with that said, like, first of all, you have to focus on video. Like, you you know, it, it, it's important. Like, notwithstanding the fact that like, you know, all the stuff we touched on, like you have to have a great experience, you have to have great coaching. Like those are foundational things. But now on the marketing piece, right? Like video is just, it's almost like one of those things where if you had a client and you knew something worked uh, like so well and you wouldn't tell them that. Like you would you would actually do something that, you would have to put in more effort to get less results. Like that's like, why not get, why not put in the effort and get all the results and then some. And that's what video is. Right. And so Russell was talking about this. Like, Hey, if, in, if you need to like, what, what, what I would do right now if I didn't have a lot of money uh, to invest in like marketing and video and whatever it may be, is, so let's say a video person, you know, to shoot some content for you. First of all, you can do a ton yourself, like Krebsy said, like I still do a lot of, you know, I, I still do a lot with my phone, honestly. Um, you know, we do a lot with the phone and it does just as well sometimes, if not better. Uh, but I do think that you also need, you know, some higher level production stuff for certain things, like which it might be uh, sales videos and vlog, certain vlogs and whatnot. But here's my point. Let's say you figure out that, it, you know, to get a, a, a minimum amount of quality work done, would be like 500 bucks a month, right? Or maybe you get an up and comer that's not charging you as much and it's three, 400 or whatever maybe, may be. And you're like, well, I can't do that right now. I don't have four or 500 bucks a month. Okay, cool. So what you end up doing is you work to make those 500 to pay somebody, right? Like this will sound crazy. Like, you be like, what do you mean? I'm like, look, I'd fucking go and do like drive an Uber uh, for, to make an extra 500 bucks a month on the side to pay the person to do my video. Like I would do that. I'm actually, I, I do shit like that to, nowadays and i'm not saying i drive uber i'm saying that like i'll i'll like i pull off
0: some stuff it's called and do luber some consulting. It's called, called uber. i like that luca uber I what's it. up uber. welcome um, to luber like, where we never show up on time <laughs>
1: <laughs> and but the, the the point of it is that like I, I want you to get in a different mind frame right because what a lot of people do is like well i'll just wait until i make more money and but it's like a lot of times like hey video is gonna make you is gonna help you make more money right? So Hey, you need extra four, 500 bucks. Okay, cool. How can you make it? Right? How can you make that? Uh, I, was, I was talking about the example of where I was doing extra one-on-one training in my apartment building, uh, you know, over 10 years ago to, in a cash that I made from that, I invested it into education, right? So that might be like, Hey, I'm going to pick up a client that I usually wouldn't for the next four months. And they're going to pay me like, you know, five, six, 700 bucks a month. And I'm going to take all that money and I'm going to invest it into like video, you know, somebody editing videos and doing cool stuff like that. So that's important because look, my, you know, my, my next goal is to have a full-time, uh, you know, personal on salary uh, for video, for my, for my, for my businesses, right? Straight up, like, you know, 50 grand a year, whatever it, it may be, 60 grand a year for video, right? Uh, like, that's what, what I'm working towards so that we can constantly, I mean, we're already shooting a ton, but like, to just non-stop have stuff going Luke, on. Why
0: don't why Is don't, don't we touch out? on just on the idea of okay, somebody's starting out and they've just really not put a lot of content out and they're afraid that it's just going to look like shit and that people aren't going to watch it and they're not going to get a million comments and before I hand it over to you, here's one thing. I was listening to Joe Rogan the other day and they were talking about how when Joe was just like in the first year or two of his podcast, like they had like 5,000 followers, right? Like they had nothing. Now which obviously seems like a lot if you have 0 but, dude, now the guy is followed by millions and millions and millions of people. It's the most popular podcast of all time, right? So it's starting and staying consistent. And it's the same thing I said earlier. So, guys, I'm just going to give you the quick and dirty version. Get the, get the DGI gimbal, right? Have somebody, have one of your coaches, have your significant other, whatever. Show them the shots that you want, right? So go and reference other people's videos. Go look at Luca's content on Instagram, right? Go look at it. And do the best that you can to mimic the angles in the video and the lighting. It it's, does not cost a lot of money. If you have a cell phone, which if you don't, well, you live in 1984, congratulations, right? You can put it on the, the gimbal. And the gimbal, move. remember, when you move a gimbal, I don't know if you guys know what this is, just Google gimbal, all right? Handheld gimbal. And when you move it around, it will stay on, locked into the, to where you're pointing it. And it makes a smooth transition as opposed to you holding the phone or putting it on a tripod, which Luke and I both used to do as well, right? So you need someone else to use the gimbal, but the gimbal's like 150 to $200, right? The iPhone, you should already have one unless you're one of these weirdos that has an Android, Jesus. But you put it in the gimbal and then you shoot content. It's not rocket science. If you have a, an iMac or a MacBook Pro or any kind of computer, most of them have webcams where you can actually record yourself if you want to do more educational-based stuff. The point I'm making is You guys don't need thousands of dollars to make this happen. Right. And you can feel a little overwhelmed when you hear Luke say, Hey, I'm, you know, our goal is to have a 50 or $60,000 a year position where they're just doing that stuff. Remember he's 12 years in the game and that's what you want to shoot for down the road. But right now the reason that he has followers and the reason he has YouTube viewers is because of the consistency, number one, and the, the content was always valuable. I have to say that I watch Lucas fitness content all the fucking times. I'm like, shit, I need some stuff that I want to you know, add into my routine myself. So I'll go watch the videos and be like, Oh, that's cool. Send them to my wife. Hey, check this, this out. And that's what most people are doing with his content. So guys, you do not need tens of thousands of dollars to shoot high quality content. You don't iPhone, gimbal tripod. And if you get use iMovie to, to learn to just basically edit your clips. My wife, She learned how to edit on iMovie all by herself. And she had like a little video blog she was doing for a little while. And guess what? Shit was good. It looked super dope. And she taught herself. Just Google it and look it up and learn it. Guys, learn skills that will actually allow you to make money over time so that you can get to the point where you can actually pay somebody to do high, high level stuff. But here's what we find. We're finding lately, specifically on Facebook video content, the super overproduced stuff is not having the same effect as it did three to five years ago, because it makes people feel a little disconnected from it. So I'm not saying don't do it. But what I'm saying is, guys, like you, as long as you're putting things out and you're being yourself, you're not trying to be something that you're not and you're not, you know, faking it till you're making it and you're not shooting video content in front of a a rented Lamborghini, (laughs) pretending to be something that you're not, you're going to develop fans because you're being yourself and there's going to be people that love what you do and there's going to be people that don't. Don't let the people that don't love what you do affect the people that do. What I mean by that is there's going to be people that talk shit on your, your content and maybe people that talk shit on your Facebook ads. Oh, well cut the head off the snake, block them and move on. Guys, it's not that hard to put out content. Luke, when you started, what were you using the flip cam, right?
1: Yep. Yes. The flip cam was, was the thing back then. And I was actually going to, you know, because I know I started with the, like, Hey, get your you know own production, whatever. But like the, I wanted to reverse engineer it almost like to to today. First of all, the best way, like, look, study people that you like that are doing cool stuff on social media. So number one, like if you, you know, people have followers, they're putting out great content, study what they're putting out, you know, whether it's what's getting a lot of traction, quotes, uh, you know, list videos, which always do well. List videos always do well. You know, workouts always do well. One problem like solving like, hey, you know, here's an exercise that helps with like, thoracic mobility. Here's an exercise that, you know, helps with activating your shoulders, blah, 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 Right. So that's always a great approach of it. And the other part is, you know, what would you like, what are the problems that your clients are having with nutrition, with training, with recovery, with uh, at home workouts, with, you know, what's the best way to fill in the blank. And you're just basically solving their problems. Now I, you have to take the time out you know what I mean? Like I take the time out to sit down every week and I usually probably spend about two hours, maybe even three sometimes, you know, researching and writing out like the content I'm going to shoot. So meaning, you know, I'm, I'll be like, Hey Theo, we're doing a video on Sunday. What are we doing? Uh, well, I've well, I did the research and I noticed that, you know, there's no great videos of this exercise or a list of, you know, valve slide exercises. Cool. Let's shoot that. Right. Uh, okay, cool. Here's another two things that are, you know, our, our, members are struggling with. Uh, and I want to do an uh, innovative, like, I just want to answer those questions and, uh, and put that out there. Right. Cause what's so great about the content is it goes two ways, right? Like you can use it for obviously marketing, but you can also use it internally for your members. If you like, let's say you do, a, um, you answer a question. I used to do these. We're actually bringing a back. It's just called, um, ask Luca and you know, stuff that people would send me. I just, you know, we chop it out, put it in a video, and, and I'd answer the question. Like, why am I bloating? What's the best protein? Uh, you know, what's the best way to, and I just do these like three-minute to ten-minute videos uh, answering that. But guess what? Like, that's now forever archived. And if a member down the line wants to know the answer to it, you already, you already recorded it. You don't have to do it again, right? You can also put it on your site into a section that's like ask, you know, ask whatever, ask Luca or ask the gym or whatever it may be. Right, so that's what's so dope is that you can use it for content. You can use it internally, externally. You can use it with your team because imagine, like, you want your team to be answering your question uh, the same way, right? We are all on the same page. So those are the best ways to just continue to create content. It's like study other people, like constantly find out what your people are asking you, right, and then answer those questions. Uh, I'm actually even going to give you a a, a little tool. Uh, it is hold on, let me actually pull it up here. And we don't make like, I don't make any affiliate money from this or anything like that. So just know that, you know, if if I'm sharing stuff, it's always things that uh, are just going to help you be able to do the thing, the thing, you know, whatever we're talking about. So in this case, it's called mobile video mastery. Um, And it's like, I think, I don't know, it's like a $97 product, maybe $197 or something like that. And it's really like how you can download. I'll I'll give you uh, some of the apps that you'll, you'll be asked to download anyways. But one is called Video Leap. Video Leap, cut me in, Giphy. uh, Those are uh, those are basically the ones that you'll download, and everything else you can do with your own phone. And it's how to make pretty damn fucking uh, entertaining and good uh, videos with just your phone, right? So think about like you know Krebsy said, hey, just Google, uh, you know, just Google how to do it. This is this is a product that like puts it all together and really well, uh, entertaining videos uh, you know, exactly what to use, how to do it, how to make them, uh, uh, fun and they'll stand out as well. And you can, and once again, like it's cost you, you know, not much, it's going to cost you some time, but you'll be able to get started and do cool stuff that other people aren't doing without having to to have a high production crew. Right. And the thing is you start putting stuff out and like, now I'll finish off with this. Okay. Because this is important. Um, I spend money on you know and now now we have a, a pretty big following we don't have like millions but we have you know tens and tens and tens of thousands if we combine you know Facebook and and YouTube and my personal um I think we're like 80 90,000 uh combined and growing fast and so you know but nonetheless like I've been p- promoting my content for a long time meaning spending money for people to see my content because I know the content is good so you know fa- Facebook obviously now it's harder to go viral unless you don't boost stuff, right? Or should I say market it? Same thing with Instagram. You have the opportunity, and Instagram's still cheap right now too, is like if you put out a great, you know, like here's 11 exercises for blah, blah, blah. Man, put money behind it. It doesn't have to be thousands, but like you could put 50 bucks, 100 bucks behind it. And guess what? You'll get, you know, hundreds of followers if if it's good. And then they can start getting a little viral and shared and become suggested posts and stuff like that. Because, you know, like, Listen, if you have a business, you're gonna to have to spend money. Like and of course you could do it the other way, but it's not gonna be as fast. So why not accelerate it? Like if you if you stand behind the stuff that you're putting out, hey, promote it. You know what I mean? Now look, there's a lot of we could do actually we probably will end up doing a podcast that's just straight up like how to grow your social media. Um, you know, and we could we could break it down into Facebook and IG, which is similarities, but like we we can definitely do that. I mean, I, I could go on a week about each one of those platforms, but the the whole point of it is like I'm I'm the re I'm spending money and now we're you know uh and not even a ton but like on on Facebook we're getting I think six seven eight thousand followers uh per month uh just it's just happening it's steamrolling um without without a ton of spend but but I am spending because now it, there's this snowball effect right so you you gotta you can't like the reason I bring this up is because people will say shit like well I don't want to, you know, I don't want to invest in cameras and I don't want to invest in this. And you know, the mobile video mastery, I don't want to spend 197 on it or whatever it is. And I don't want to promote my stuff, but I really want to get big. And it's like, what the fuck? That's like saying like, well, look, I want to get really lean and put on muscle and be athletic and look like this, but I don't want to, you know, I don't want to eat the foods that are going to get me there. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to train four or five days a week. I don't want to get my sleep in. It's like, well, then you don't want that. Like you just don't want it period. Like it's that simple. So, you know, these are the like, the insights and uh, I would say the things that will get you there, but yeah, they, 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 require sacrifice. They require time. They require energy, money, you know, focus. Um, and, and if you are willing to do that, uh, you know, I would say a lot of the stuff that we're talking about will help you. will help you out.
0: Bam. So guys real quick, it's a DJI Osmo gimbal. That's what I mentioned earlier. Uh, one of the apps is InShot. Also, if you want to build your own memes, text, stuff like that, WordSwag is another app that you guys can use to put out uh, content for image. Right? And then Luca mentioned a bunch of different stuff you guys can use to help you with this. So, what it comes down to, and I'm just going to jump on the bandwagon here with what Luca said, it comes down to you being willing to put the work in. It. Wow, it's amazing, isn't it? Mind blowing. Really complex you know, brand new idea of what actually gets things to work. Consistency is king and content is king, which means consistent content is king, king. What? So you guys can't hide from this. We live in a society right now in the, in the world that we live in inside a business that if you're not putting out content, nobody's listening or watching, right? You're listening to content right now. This podcast is content right so at the end of the day you guys got to give yourselves permission to get after it and put it out there and the only way you're going to get better is to consistently put it out there over i mean dude luke how many videos do you think you shot since you opened your gym
1: oh i mean I, I looked at so i think I, there's over 1100 on youtube um and then there's about 400 on three there's yeah, about 400 on vimeo that are more for the online coaching and then there's stuff that i never posted on either of those, you know, there's like 2000 posts on IG. So, I mean, like you're, you're looking at at least, and then there's a ton of, un, un, you know, unreleased stuff that was all based on more, more sales videos and whatever. So I, I would say like easily over, you know, 2,500, probably more. I mean, just I was going to say
0: more. the answer is obviously a fulfillment, right? It's a shit ton because we have all the stuff that we used to do for the pack as well. Everything there guys, All we're not saying that to impress you. I'm not bringing that up to say, Oh, well, Steve and Luca are amazing. Although we are. But I want you guys to see, like, it all started somewhere, which was like, hey, um, we want to be really good at what we do, and we want people to see it. So, yeah, I'm going to go spend 120 bucks on this flip cam when I probably had 124 bucks to my fucking name, right? Like, we just knew we had to do it, and we were willing to take the risk and bet on ourselves. And And if you boil this entire conversation down to anything, it's that. You have to be willing to put the work in consistently and to bet on yourself over and over and over and over again. Here's what's crazy. New levels, new devils. The more money you make, the bigger your problems get, right? It's just the way things work. So guys, don't shy away from it unless you just don't want to own a business and that's okay too. So we're going to run to where we're going to do one more question today, guys. We're going to jump in one more question. I think this one is actually a really great question and uh, the question is simple. I'm about to open a small group personal training studio, about 1,200 square feet. And uh, any suggestions for hiring? And then any suggestions on like the packaging of the training? Which, again, these are kind of trick questions because they're not giving us all the information. But let's look at it like this, Luca. If you were going to open a small facility right now, say a 1,200 square foot, more of like a boutique facility. And I've been telling people this for years. If I was gonna go back and open one right now, I would open a high end boutique boutique studio, right? That served a specific niche clientele, and all my prices would be triple what I used to charge back in the day because I'm not in upstate New York anymore I'm in Miami. So I would make sure that I'd be training like, you know, wealthy housewives who have disposable income. And I would make sure that that facility was unbelievable in terms of the way it was marketed, the way the experience went, everything, right? But this person is kind of saying, hey, what, what packages should I put together? How do I hire? It's really an open-ended question, but I think it's something that Luca can kind of run with and break down with like, hey, if, if, if say somebody's coming into the mix, what do you think, Luke, from, from the start of this thing? It's really tough because we don't know what the studio looks like. We don't know what equipment they have, we don't know their background and experience in getting people results, and all those things come into play when you're pricing it. So Luke, what do you think on this? Yeah, so I' obviously
1: there's, there's there's a lot of questions here, but you brought out some good points because you know like, it's almost like <laughs> what would I do? Um, well, because you have only twelve hundred square feet, you know it, it probably makes more sense to do small groups and possibly like I think. You know, I think one-on-one is, is far from dead. I actually think it's making more of a comeback. Uh, um, I, I really, I, I don't think it really matters uh, what you do if you do it well, number one. Um, because obviously, like, and we have friends that, you know, do one-on-one training and do exceptionally well and, you know, train celebrities and, and executives and stuff like that. So um, I would go, because 1,200 square feet, especially if you got some office space and a bathroom and stuff, you're probably looking more like, you know, 800, maybe 900 of usable space, um, which you could do group training in because that's what I, I did. I mean, I had a thousand square foot garage and we were doing, you know, back then it was boot camps. It wasn't team, it wasn't called team training yet. And, um, you know, so we were doing that with shit, like even 30 people, right? Uh, but w- once again, in, in this scenario, what I would do is I would do small group, semi-private one-on-one right? That would be the three levels and maybe only keep two levels. That's, that's your call. But small group would probably be up to, you know, um, I would say p- up to 15 people, 16 people even, maybe, you know, 12 uh, twelve for sure. And then your semi-privates, you can go up to four or five and then one-on-one obviously is one-on-one. So um, I would go that route to like where that is the model. It Certainly, you know, you decide from the get-go who you want to be, meaning how are you going to position it, right? So, you know, the good thing is you can always go up with your rates, you know, going down is is definitely never a way to go, but I would still start on the higher end of where everybody is at, right? And because of that, obviously, you know, you have a nice space, you want to make sure that you lay out, like, that you individualize as much as possible, right? The process of when somebody comes in, what happens? Do they have a small group orientation or a one-on-one assessment? You know, anything higher end, you want to do one-on-one assessments and strategy sessions. Uh, For the small groups, you could probably do also small group orientations, you know, where you take people through exactly like why, you know, what you do, why you do what you do. So even in orientation, you're already differentiating everything, you know, what they're going to get, their expectations, the progressions and regressions, how you're going to adjust things to them. You know, before they come in, they get a form that they fill out. Like that's, you know, that's what we do. We get a form that like is very pn-ish but we've we've, we've kind of adapted it to our own i've added a bunch of questions it's like 30 32 questions uh and some of it is like fill in the blanks some of it is like you know pick this that and the other what their goals are what food preferences they have right like so that everything from the get-go you know including the marketing uh that we're not going to touch on now but like including the marketing breaks down uh like they're like wow this is a better experience wow this is more individualized wow this is right so the price point will automatically already be uh, you know, you know, that you're going to get, get more, right. It's like if, when I go to Mercedes and I was there, you know, getting my car service yesterday, or, or walking around, I mean, every, everything there is, is a, is a, is a better kind of, uh, uh, experience. Right. And I, I know Krebs had a bad experience too, but, but in, but in we'll general, bring in, that up. we won't bring <laughs> that up, but in, but in general, like, you know, I, I mean, I've always had a great experiences with, with Mercedes Bellevue. And, you know, as I'm waiting, like I come in and, uh, I, like I, I just like this. There's a new uh, GT four door AMG that I'm just absolutely in love with, and um you know, the guys like, "Hey, you want to take it for a test drive?" And you know, I'm like, "Absolutely, I do." You know what I'm saying? But but here's the thing: like, I take it for a test drive. I'm like, "Oh my god, this fucking is like a spaceship, right? Like, it's unbelievable." Duh, duh. But I know, like, I know, like, that whole experience is already telling me, you know, it's luxury. This is gonna be more, right? So everything that you do should be kind of pre framing the person for that. So that's how I would go about it. Right. It's like, you got to build from the get go and go like, who am I going to be? Okay. I'm going to be the hiring provider. And, and like, our thing is going to be, you know, the coaching and the culture and the experience, the customer experience. Like how is your, the first 30 days of that person going to be when they come in. Right. So like it starts there. Right. Because once again, this could be like a two hour show, just breaking down this business and, and kind of step-by-step like, uh, outlining it. Um, but you know, for first first of all like when you say who do who would i hire man i would i would abs like for something like this i would absolutely make it to where the person has to intern in some type of way you know whether like we do you know we do 12 uh 12 week internships but like you could make it shorter and remember our internships are unpaid and i don't care uh you know we've made some exceptions for people that like literally needed money for uh you know rent and stuff like that but the, the point of it is it's you're investing your time, you know, you're investing your time and we're teaching you a lot of stuff uh, and it's not, there's no guarantee that you'll be hired afterwards. Like that's the whole point of the internship is that we find out if you're the right fit, if you're the right culture fit. And the thing about it too is that you can train people up on your systems, right? I'm telling you this right now. It's very, very difficult bringing somebody in that has a, uh, you know, years and years and years and years of experience and they've done a lot of different stuff and, you know, they just start because they don't know your systems or they might disagree with them. We've had that too, where people have been, you know, coaches for a long time and, and then it's like, oh, well, I used to do this like this and I did it like that. And they, and it's like, now you got to help them unlearn all this shit, right? So that's why I'm a big fan of the way we do stuff, which is going the internship route, you know, teaching people like that, that are like essentially you know sponges like sponges from a standpoint of um of uh like taking in the way that you do things right that's what culture is remember what the, the the tagline for culture is like how we do things around here starting with obviously your training your coaching everything on that side of things so uh i know that's you know that's that's a little vague and short but that is the route that that i would go um i think it,
0: i think it's great with, information luca i mean i think the one thing i'll say is if you're just starting out you got to figure out what kind of, what, what your vision is. Because for me, go, if I was going to do it again, it would be something where I wouldn't need employees, right? I would want something very small and something where we, I I just think if you're coming out of the gate and it's a 1200 square foot facility, you have to learn your business before you bring in a bunch of employees. You have to be the one on the floor learning it and and growing it and doing it. I just think if you're going to come right out the gate and hire a bunch of people, you're probably going to struggle a little bit because what I've seen and I still coach a bunch of fit pros is that what happens is that they come in and the employee leaves within the first six to 12 months. And a lot of times Luke, you've dealt with this. I've dealt with this like a trainer comes in, doesn't work out. Then they try to, you know, basically poach your clients and create problems. So like employees are tough, man. Managing people is in my personal opinion, is the most difficult part of business. And I think that it's one of those things where if I were giving you advice, which I am, is that focus on building an experience. Focus on the systems. Focus on the experience. Make sure the facility is always clean. And all these simple things that people want to jump over and get to the point where they're doing like, you know, I'm doing 50K a month. Well, that shit doesn't just happen overnight. It just doesn't. And if you're new to owning a business, then you got to learn the ropes, my friend. And the best way to learn the ropes is to be in the ring. Oh, shit. You see how I did that there? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That was shnashy. But you got to be in there. You have to be on the floor. You know, when Luke and I used to coach Fit Pros back in the day with the pack, it was like, hey, we, we we called ourselves, hey, we're in the trenches. You know, Luke is still in the trenches because he loves it. And I think that that's a mistake most Fit Pros make when opening facilities is they're just doing it for the money, not because, not because they love it. Not for the passion, but for the profits. And, and if you can't combine those things together, it's going to be a struggle because as soon as you run into roadblocks, which you will, promise you, once you hit those obstacles, you're going to be looking for a way out. You just will. And, and that's not going to work. So what I would say is you need to prioritize these things and work on them all the way through. And one side note, I was going to say this when we were talking about systems. And I think this applies to this conversation as well, Luke, and you can back me up on this, is that you can't come in and and build or change all the systems in your business at once, right? You you can only choose one target and make sure you see it through until you hit the target and then move to the next thing and improve that. If you try to change everything at once or you try to set all the systems at once, none of them will be fully fleshed out. And I think that's one of the main points here is guys, you know what? You can move fast, but a lot of this stuff is gonna take time. And you have to learn patience because if you don't, again, you're gonna run into problems. Boom.
1: All great points, man. Uh, all, yeah, all great points. And like I said, um, it does, you know, th- this is why, I, you know, this is why to me, coaching, right? Like, think of it this way, like, you know, imagine a client that comes to you and they ask you a question, you know, and I love the Q and A stuff. I mean, this is, we're, we're honestly, uh, first of all, guys, uh, if you have any questions moving forward, cause yeah, I'll post on, on, on my IG stories, you know, for, to ask questions. But even if I don't like send questions to either. You could directly DM me. Uh, I have somebody looking through the, uh, through my DM messages, uh, for questions specifically and, and writing them out, uh, in an Evernote file, uh, so, you can DM me there. You can send questions to Luca, L-U-K-A, at hostivar.com. So, H-O-C-E-V-A-R performance.com. Uh, once again, I have somebody looking through that um, so that we can just bundle these questions because most of the shows are going to be around. Like, we're going to have topic shows, uh, but most of the shows, like, we, we created this to answer questions. Like, we created this to give you more insight and wisdom and, you know, strategies and tactics, and, and I would say perspectives to help you move forward. Now, you know, with that said, so I wanted to say that. So if you guys have questions, you can constantly be shooting them our way. The other thing is that, you know, think about coaching in your gym or, or wherever you're at, you know, where a person comes up and imagine like this person is, wants to lose 80 pounds and they go like, hey, listen, um, how do I lose 80 pounds? Right. And it's such a loaded question because my first thing is i 'm going to have fifty questions for them right i'm going to sit down with them i 'm going to listen to their story what's going on i'm going to read between the lines i'm going to get really curious i'm going to seek to understand right and then from that understanding and the more information and as we dig deeper dig deeper and peel the onion we're going to be now i 'm going to be able to get better insight and be able to guide that person and still put the ball in their court you know what to, i mean to make decisions right but that's what coaching is, and that's why you know. It, I, w- I would say this starts the conversation, but that's why, you know, our coaching, like that's part of the reason, like we guide people to it. And I don't like, you know, building a business is, is like, a, is development. It's like a kid, a, a parent with a kid that comes in is like, Hey, listen, uh, I want my kid to be a better athlete. I'm like, okay, great. It's like, he's got nine weeks, you know? And you're like, what can you do in nine weeks? Well, shit, like you can get them better. You can get them stronger and faster and you know, have better agility and whatever. But real true development, like if you just do nine weeks and then they go and they don't do anything, you're, you're going to start running into problems all the time, you know, ups and downs, ups and downs. But if you do development, if I now train that kid for three years or a year or two years, man, now I can really build a foundation. I can really help them become a great athlete and get their mindset on point and get them strong and explosive, right? Now it's development. It's the same thing with business, right? It's like we what we do is we help business like businesses develop, Right develop. Meaning like, do you want to build a business that like stands the test of time, becomes profitable? Like you learn how to invest money. I mean, you guys heard obviously the money episode, like invest, you know, exit strategies, long-term health, you know, like creating your own freedom. Like that's development. Just like that person that wants to lose 80 to hundred pounds. If they're like, Hey, listen, I want to work with you for eight weeks. You'd be frustrated as fuck. Right. Because you'd be like, man, there's so many things to address, but we want to start a step one. Right. We want to start a step one. And so, you know, obviously there's so much I want to talk about around that but some of these questions are development questions like we can start the conversation give some great you know great tips and great insights on what we do but uh you know uh, the next step of that is definitely you know stuff that I deal with people you know flying in for two days that do consulting or or like I said our, our business coaching program where we can really help and develop this stuff over time so uh I wanted to finish on that note because it is important because I always like to give lessons and frames around what's going on so that you can think about this stuff differently. Cause you know, it's like, Hey, you don't know what you don't know. And you can sometimes, you know, there's belief systems. And if you shift the belief systems, then different hows will pop up. But if you don't, man, no tactic will work if your belief system is broken. Right. So hopefully, hopefully that kind of gave some insight onto my thought process.
0: Absolutely. So we, that was three questions answered guys. And th- at the end of the day, I'm going to back up Luca on this as well. Listen, we're going to do our best to give you our insights and answers on things, but ultimately to get further down that rabbit hole, that's why we're launching a coaching program, but nobody will know anything about it until the bigger ground summit, September 12th through the 14th, Seattle, Washington. You know it, it, the the lineup is insane. I'll call it the murderer's row of the real ones, right? The legit strength coaches, the the guys and the girls that have done done this for a long time, that are close personal friends of ours. That you know, Lucas put together this lineup, on a hands-on day, two days of workshops, presentations, socials. I mean, it's insane. And there's only what Luca less than 60 tickets left at this point, um, I, guys. It's how Luca and I met is going to events. It's how I've literally met almost every single person that I do business with now is through events and actually meeting face to face. So I cannot recommend this highly enough. I'm going to be MCing the whole thing for you guys, keeping it flowing. Luke will be on stage every day, a bunch of other amazing speakers. And that's, uh, what is it? Biggergroundsummit.com home forward slash home as go get your tickets. We'll put it in the show notes. I mean, shit, there's less than 60 tickets left. This isn't fake scarcity. We can literally only fit, what, 200 people in that room, so.
1: Like, 210, yeah, I think 210, but, like, that's literally, I mean, there is no, here, here's what you're not going to get, okay? You're not going to get me a month out when we've sold out the tickets to go, like, we negotiated a bigger space. Like, we cannot. Like, I'm telling you straight up, um, you know, everything is booked, man. Seattle is crazy, so, uh, you know, the place that we got, Is a really nice place, close to the mall, close to the airport, close to the gym, close to downtown. Uh, And like once it's done, it's done. I mean, you know, we're having good problems, but nonetheless, they're they're, they're, they're issues. And when it's sold out, it's sold out. And like if you hit me up and go, hey, can you, like I won't be able to do it. There's no way. Uh, So I just want to make sure you guys know, like, and I I can straight up tell you, like, I don't know, you know, we've we've, uh, had a knack for creating incredible events with incredible speakers. Uh but this lineup that is at this event, I don't know if you'll ever see this again ever in history. Like straight like, you know, when you when you talk about like, you know, Martin Rooney, Joe Jameson, Dr. John Berardi, Eric Cressy, Mark Fisher, Sean Stevenson, AJ Roberts, uh Alan Cosgrove, you know, Kelsey Heenan, and I, I don't even you know, uh I I'm blanking on oh Brett Contreras. Adam, I mean Brett like, Contreras, Adam, oh, Hornstein. Oh, Adam Hornstein, Brett, Contr- Brett Contreras. It's it's just you're just it's, that's so difficult. And you know, here's
0: one thing I'll say, guys, there's a reason you're listening to this podcast, right? Luca's the one that put it together, Luca. Uh, and, and I'll, I'll brag for you for a minute, right? This is the guy that's been in the game longer than most and actually lives it more than anyone I know. Meaning this dude trains and will out train just about anyone. So not only are you getting access to the speakers, but remember who built the fucking stage, right? Let's not forget that. And if you guys have never put on an event, you won't understand the stress and the energy that goes into putting this on. And and I know Luca's aim is to make this thing incredible for you guys. So, you know, I'm not trying to pressure you into it, but I kind of am. I mean, it'd be crazy not to show up for this. Plus, just being around other people like you, it'll change the way that you see the world. It'll give you a newfound, you know, like perspective on what you're capable of. It'll give you some gas. It'll give you a little energy. And and inspire you to actually go back and do the shit we're talking about on the podcast. And it's the only place where we're going to initially launch this coaching program that is really, it's different than anything that's out there right now. It's one of the lower costs programs that Luke and I have ever ever put together because we actually give a shit about you, about the industry, and about helping people not, not just make more money. But we know that the gateway to a happier life, more constructive life, more impactful life is to get to the point where you're not struggling with money and struggling inside of your businesses. So we appreciate you guys tuning in. That's the Q&A episode of the Business of Fitness podcast, episode number seven. Uh, We'll catch you guys on the next one. Appreciate you tuning in. Talk to you soon.
1: Deuces.